Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Maynard. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Hello, MD Nation, and welcome into this Friday night edition of the MD's DFS Contest and Lock Bets of the Weekend. As always, I'm your host, Dan Maynard, joined back again here for the week, Mr. Christopher Dowhauer, and we have a great show in store for you guys here today. Now, of course, we have the free MD's DFS Contest. We will be announcing the winner of the October giveaway for Championship Football to championshipfootballs.com. We'll wait for Chaz Florida to join the show because that is his site. He gives away the prizes. I want him to know who won this past month. And all you got to do is hit the link. It's in the comments right now if you're watching the live stream. It's totally free. If you win, you win one week of free easy sports betting data. You also get your name eligible for the monthly championship football giveaway from championshipfootballs.com. So Chris and I are going to go through our DraftKings lineup cards. And then Mr. Chaz Florida come on. We'll talk about our lock bets of the weekend. Chris, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm wondering if Alan Robinson has a dad that can get maybe an Instagram account that he can get <laughs> Alan Robinson out of Chicago. Um, oh, I mean, it worked for OBJ. Can we free some of those other receivers or just kind of trapped on their situations? How about Marlon Mack? Does he have a dad out there that can get on Instagram somewhere? I mean, well, come on, Mack guys. Get on your jobs. Yeah. Marlon, Marlon Mack in particular, I was very shocked that he did not wind up getting traded In Allen Robinson's case, at least in his situation, he is destined for free agency this year where OBJ may not have been had they not forced his way out restructuring the contract. So it's a little bit different there. He knows there is a light at the end of the Matt Nagy tunnel. I am a little bit curious. I'll I'll ask you this. It's not usual to go over in the show, but I'll, I'll kick it off with this. If Matt Nagy is fired and they bring in somebody who I don't know is not a moron, do you think Allen Robinson stays by any chance? Let's I think pace, would have let's to make pace gets fired too. <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say if, if pace goes too. The only way I think Al Robinson stays is if it's a really high pro, uh, high profile offensive minded coach, possibly. I think otherwise, I think he's been angling to get out of Chicago since he had got franchised last year. Yeah, I mean that part I don't disagree, but I just wonder if the circumstances in Chicago change would that change his mind at all? Because look, I'm not a, a huge Justin Fields believer I do think he's better than what he's been playing like right now and I just wonder depending on who they brought in maybe it's not such a bad situation I mean maybe if it was let's say a Byron Leftwich became the coach for Chicago um I would think you know there might be something that might entice him somebody who has to kind of has a history of utilizing the receivers and particularly number one receiver I think Al Robinson ultimately wants to respect as one of the best players and is tired of playing with crap quarterbacks and playing tired of kind of you know, elevating passing games that are just piss poor. Yeah, totally, totally agree. I hope he gets freed too. Chris, here we're talking about our DraftKings lineup cards. So why don't we go ahead and dive into that, start diving into your lineup for this particular week. I have to say, have you beaten me yet? Have you finished ahead of me yet? I beat you this past week. I think I beat Ah, you pretty handily this past week, actually. You did, actually. You did. You did. Didn't come in first, though. No, I had not. 
I uh, went to time X two, one, three, two. I've been trying to get a hold of you. If you happen to be watching this show, please contact us. You are owed one free week of easy sports betting data to make sure we win you some money. If he doesn't get to this next week, that's fine. We'll get, we'll get you a free week no matter what, but make sure you get back in touch with us because we want to help you guys win some money and give you your prize that you earned by winning last week. Good job to you. All right, Chris, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say on that comment, how many other shows can you go to or even you know, places in general where people offer you opportunity to win free stuff but aren't trying to like sell you anything, aren't trying to blow up your phone or blow up your emails, but actually just generally trying to help you win some money and win some good free stuff? Yeah, and we're just like I said, we're just looking for participation, and maybe, maybe you want to become a fan of a show. That's it. Yeah. So at the quarterback position, I'm going with Mr. Lamar Jackson, seventy-three hundred dollars. I love the matchup versus the Vikings. Uh, we saw Cooper Rush have some success versus his team. I can only imagine what Lamar Jackson could possibly do. He's just some fresh legs off the bye, um, playing at home. Vikings do play a little bit better on the road. Well, offensively they do, but I think Lamar Jackson's in a giant smash spot in this off for this week. I I couldn't. Agree more. He's the best high priced quarterback to go after, but he's not even that high priced this week. Again, it's $7,400. It's a great matchup. They don't have Daniil Hunter anymore. They're going to be really struggling to generate any kind of a pass rush. That secondary is in shambles. Everything about Minnesota can be taken advantage of at the moment. So, yeah, love Lamar Jackson this week. I expect him to get back to fantasy glory because he's been a little off fantasy the last few weeks heading into the bye week. I expect him to get back to fantasy glory in this matchup for sure. So, at the running back position, talking about you know fantasy glory, I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara for $8,200 versus Atlanta Falcons. I love the Swiss Chiefs Falcons defense. I love that it, Alvin Kamara is getting back to being able to be involved in the passing game. Um, I'm not really worried about the quarterback change. I think actually help Alvin Kamara because I think Trevor Simeon is going to be a check down machine out there. Um, so I love Alvin Kamara. I love his opportunity. Even versus, you need to try to key on him. We've watched Atlanta try to key on players this entire season, and they can't stop anybody defensively. And it's at home. So I think Alvin Kamara, I'm willing to spend the money for $8,200. Yeah, 100%. Look, the fact that it wound up being Trevor Simeon this week and not Taysom Hill has to make you feel really good about what Alvin Kamara is going to be able to give you in the passing game, something that Sean Payton clearly has made a priority as of late anyway to get him back involved. And now bringing in Mark Ingram with the, I still disagree with the logic of it, but it is allowing them to go ahead and use Kamara more as a pass catching back, at least in their mind. And, allowing him to get free and do Alvin Kamara-like things. And at $8,200, when you're talking about a full-point PPR DraftKings lineup, it's hard not to love Alvin Kamara with a Trevor Simeon. There's nobody – who else is going to throw the ball to? Deontay Harris, Marquez Callaway? No, absolutely not. It's going to be dumped down City to Alvin Kamara. And against Atlanta Falcons, you don't have to do anything else with that defense. You just play it safe. You don't take the risk. So, yeah, absolutely. Kamara's in a great smash spot right now. So, at the running back, other running back position, I went with Chase Edmonds. $5,300. I like the value. Uh, they looked healthy to me last week. I know he was listed as questionable. I'm not really worried about that. I think it's more precautionary things. Um, there's a lot of rumor that Kyle Murray might not play in this game, more, nor may DeAndre Hopkins. I expect that Arizona is going to kind of be more conservative in some senses offensively, use the running game a little more effectively. But I think Chase Edmonds is also going to be a recipient of a check down city of Colt McCoy as a starting quarterback. So I love the opportunity in the passing game. It looks explosive to me in the running game. I'm going with Chase Edmonds for $300. Wow, Chase Edmonds. Look, I like him a lot if Colt McCoy's starting quarterback because it's the same deal with Trevor Simeon. It's going to be a check down style of quarterback in an offense that is going to be designed around not giving the game away because as long as they don't give the game away, they're going to, they're going to be in it against the San Francisco 49ers all the way to the end. 49ers are kind of tough against the run up the middle, although they should be a little bit more susceptible to that with the banged up defensive line, but they still were pretty tough last week against the Bears. That doesn't bode well for James Conner, but it should allow Chase Edmonds with no DeAndre Hopkins to possibly come into some more opportunities with that. So especially like it if Colt McCoy is going to be the quarterback, which from what I'm understanding is more likely than not. While Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are listed at the moment as game time decisions, the word is that they're going to probably not play. Yeah, and I think that if you look at you know the offense in general, if those two players don't play, you might maybe argue Rondell Moore, but Chase Edmonds is probably going to be the most electrifying player on that field for the offense for most of that game uh, and be, be pretty much their big playmaker that they can kind of look to to get big plays out of. So I, I love the opportunity. I also think he's in a great situation versus the 49ers, who, by the way, are playing at home. It's always beneficial. Right. 
Um, so at the receiver position, I'm going with Tyree Kill for $7,900 versus the Giants. Uh, the one guy who seems to be able to get involved in this offense, no matter what, has been Tyree Kill. I do expect them to kind of rebound in some senses this week. Against the Packers. Overall. I'm um, sorry, yeah, versus the Packers. I apologize. Yeah. Um, versus the Packers this week. You have, you know, the Packers are kind of coming in without Aaron Rodgers. You don't make points are up to score, but it doesn't really matter for the Chiefs. They don't run the ball anyway. Tyreek Hill is their passing game right now. And whether it's the big play or short play, he's got enough targets to be involved. Going with Tyreek Hill for $7,900. Yeah, I know he hasn't gone off for like 180 yards and three touchdowns in a while since the first beginning part of the season, but he had 18 targets last week, almost double-digit catches, 90 yards and a touch. You love it the matchup here against the Packers, and it's very rare that you're going to see a Tyreek Hill be priced lower than $8,000 on DraftKings. So I do like the value in a weird way, which also indicates to me not a lot of people are playing him, which is why his price is coming down. Yeah, and you talk about that all the time about trying to find some, you know, edge players to kind of throw in your lineup. Many people aren't looking to throw in there. And for me, I think people are really down on his offense in general. But the one guy who hasn't underproduced has been Tyree Kill. So the other receiver position, I'm going with Brandon Cooks. Tyrod's back. Um, in the first two games with Tyrod Taylor as a quarterback, Brandon Cooks is easily averaging over 20 points in DFS. Um, he gets targets. He gets moved around. This team's going to be playing catch up most of this game, I believe. And you're going to have an opportunity for him to kind of exploit a secondary work. Which looked decent against Buffalo last week, but still can be exploited in the slot. Hasn't been good overall for you know most of the season. Is 31st and DFS uh, versus the pass and receivers, I should say. Um, so I'm going Brandy Cooks, $6,100. I'm happy Tyrod's back, and this offense might actually score a touchdown again. Tyrod being back helps a tremendous amount with Brandon Cooks, especially from his floor to ceiling ratio. Before it's like you're just hoping Davis Mills gets the ball out to him. That's all you're hoping for. Can you get the ball to him? With Tyrod, he might actually get 100 yards and a touchdown. We know what his target share is going to be like. The PPR points will be there. They will line him up all over the field, so he's not going to get shadowed by an Xavier Howard or a Byron Jones or anything of that nature. And even without Devontae Parker and Tua Tagovailoa banged up a little bit, I expect the Dolphins to win this game and be up handily, at least going into the second half. It should pave the way for garbage time points for Brandon Cooks. Yeah, let's not pretend that you know, the Texans can run the ball because it doesn't seem to be something in their MO right now. Um, and then the other receiver, the one guy who's been going for the tandem and going for the connection is Marquise Brown for $6,000. I yeah, can't I believe he's that. still this cheap. Um, I, I think he's in a great smash spot versus the Vikings who struggled all season long versus speed receivers, particularly quick speed receivers. Um, I, I talked about, I think Lamar has a good matchup. I love Marquise Brown's matchup and he's, he's one of the top five scorers, you know, plus $6,000. So I'm going with that guy for sure. He's the second most consistent wide receiver behind Cooper cup right now. And he's been a big play machine with Lamar Jackson going down the field much more often you love the smash spot against the Minnesota Vikings, but you love that price tag even more at six grand. Like you said, I also have Mark. I don't have Lamar Jackson like you do, but I also have Marquise Brown in my lineup heading up against the Minnesota Vikings. He's a wide receiver one that you're getting at a discount. And for DFS purposes, he's perfect because if he can just, you know, not drop the ball, this is a guy who go off for 200 yards and three touchdowns at any given moment right now. Exactly. Um, the safe, well, at my flex position, I went with uh, Jamal Agnew for $4,300. Talking about a guy who's like a, has an opportunity to have a really good floor. He's had only target the last two games. Um, seems to be Urban Meyer's newest pet guy that he wants to utilize yeah. in his offense. And versus Buffalo, we I think we both expect this game to be a blowout. There's going to be plenty of opportunity for some garbage time points, particularly for a slot receiver who only goes seven or eight yards down the field. So while I'm hoping for a touchdown, what I'm banking on is I'm going to get production in that passing game and plenty of volume. Yeah, I mean, I like the play. I like the price tag. I think he will give you the value for what you're paying for him, which is 4200 if I'm not mistaken, uh, for Jamal Agnew. I'm a little bit worried about what his upside against a Buffalo Bills defense really is because while he has been getting targeted, it hasn't been for like a ton of yards or anything like that, but it's going to be a nice little contrarian play. The volume is there. The speed is there, and sometimes you're just looking for the variables when you're trying to put together this tournament lineup. I like to play there. I think he's got a nice floor. This question is ceiling a little bit for tournaments. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's going to, like I said, you touched down, you're a little bit concerned about, but if you look at offensively, the matchup-wise, you're going to have Marvin Jones, who's more than likely going to draw to Javis White. You have on the other side, Chanel, who's been done absolutely nothing. 
And you have a slack guy who's going to be there, like I said, for the easy catches, especially in garbage time. And first, the Buffalo teams love to throw the ball, love to score points. And then you add that Carlos Hyde's more likely to be the running back for this team. They're not really looking to throw the ball to too many of those guys. So it's going to be an opportunity for Jamal Agnew to kind of shine, especially, like I said, in garbage time situation. And then it's tight end position. I'm not even going to try to say his last name. I'm just going to call him AO from Denver. Um, AO is AO. Um, $2,600. I absolutely love the value. People love Noah Fant year in, week in, week out. And Noah Fant's been good. This guy's got a lot of similar skill sets, especially when it comes to the speed. Very big and strong. Teddy Bridgewater likes to you know, involve different players in this offense. Versus Dallas, you can definitely attack their safeties and their linebackers with your tight end. It's been one of their Achilles heels this entire season. We saw Tyler Conklin have a pretty decent game for the Vikings last week. So I'm going with AO, $2,600. Like I said, I think to me, I'm going with a cheap guy, but I love the, I love the opportunity for the value. Yeah, he, he is the only pay-all-the-way-down tight end that you could possibly go to this week. He was in my lineup at one point. I wound up taking him out because I did some shuffling around with some uh, late inactives that I wasn't expecting heading into tonight. But he's my tight end 13. He's one of my top streamers of the week. And because he can have the Noah Fant workload against a Dallas Cowboy team that's horrendous against the tight end position, he's got a great opportunity for a touchdown. If he gets you one touchdown, that's all he's got. He gets you one touchdown He's paid for that price tag because you times that price tag by three. And what do you get? Well, you get uh, off the top of my head, you get 7,800. You get, you get 7.8 points. That's what you want to get out of Alberto. A touchdown, one reception, eight yards. That's all you need for an Alberto to give you value. I think he's going to get you that. I think he's going to get you a heck of a lot more. I think he's definitely going to get double-digit points in this matchup. I like Alberto a lot there, especially if you can pay down and move that cash around. It's a nice play there. And then finally, because like I said, I was trying to see some cash, and I was looking at some of the stats, and I just realized it simply doesn't pay to ever rest in your defense. So I'm going with the Chiefs defense for $2,300. You're going against a backup quarterback in Jordan Love. I know the backup quarterback's been hot lately, but I think you look at Green Bay's offensive line, it isn't that good. Aaron Rodgers is masking a lot of their injury, a lot of their issues up front, um, and able to get the ball really quickly. I think Jordan Love might have a little more difficulties with that. Chiefs are playing at home where they traditionally usually do play way better, especially on defense. They were able to add Ingram in the trade deadline. So I think there's a chance for this front four can actually get some pressure for a change and maybe get a turnover as well. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. They're, they're great. They're a great DFS defense this week because you can pay them down $2,300, and we don't know what we're going to get out of Jordan Love. Maybe he does okay. Maybe he craps the bed. We don't know. The possibilities are there, and that's all you're looking for in a DraftKings lineup. Again, another play that I had in my lineup. I don't have them in there anymore, but definitely on the same wavelength with you when you're looking at a Kansas Chiefs team, especially defense and tight end, guys. I know a lot of people like to pay up for Travis Kelsey at the tight end position when they have the opportunity to do so, but I'm telling you what, your lineup is so much better suited off if you can pay down at defense and tight end in particular. Trust me on this, especially lately with the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey not getting targeted in the red zone, but that's a different issue for another day. Is that your full lineup there, Chris? That is my full lineup. All right. I like it. I like it. What we're going to do now, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to preview my lineup and then after that, we'll get into our lock bets of the week when Mr. Chaz Flardy joins the show. So everybody stay tuned to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. We'll be back with you all right after this. One of the best sponsors of the show is named Symbol. That's S-I-M-B-U-L-L. Symbol, where Wall Street 
meet sports gambling in this innovative app. The symbol brings the fun of being able to play for the long term by purchasing, selling, and trading stocks of your teams. When your teams win, you win a payout. Well, when they lose, you don't lose money. The value of your team's share is all that matters, and it's easy to use. Just download the Symbol app on your Play Store and use the promo code MDSFANTASY for a $10 deposit of at least $10 or more. Join the fun of investing in your team for the long haul, where the Sportsbook Edge is put back into your hands as the player. For the latest and most fun in sports gambling, download Symbol and again, use the promo code MVS Fantasy for your $10 deposit bonus today. You're listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Welcome back into the program, MD Nation. You are listening and or watching the MD's Fantasy Football Show on social media at BillyUpMDFM Show. And of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel when you get the opportunity to do so. Follow us along after the show on our, your favorite pod streaming app. Wherever you like to go, iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Spreaker. We're available to you pretty much everywhere at this point. We're going to be back on Sunday from 12 to 1 p.m., leading you up until kickoff on the Unhinged Radio Network at unhingedsn.airtime.pro. I'm your host, Dan Mater, joined here with Chris Dowhower. We're going over our DraftKings lineup cards. We just went over Chris's for you guys. Now we're going to go over mine. This is all for the MD's DFS contest, which is completely free. All you got to do, I'm going to throw it up on the screen. All you got to do is hit the link. It's in the comments, wherever you're watching this live, whether it be YouTube or social media, anywhere. We're going to post it out throughout the weekend. All you got to do is visit us there. And when you do, you will be able to click on the link and join our free contest. If you win, you win one week of easy sports betting data for free. And then you also get your name to be eligible for a championship football from championshipfootballs.com. And we will announce the winner of October and the second half of today's show. All right. So, Chris, let's go ahead and dive into my lineup, which, of course, as always, I feel pretty good about. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, I don't care that he's injured. To attack Lavoe at $5,800 against the Houston Texans is a steal in my mind. I did have Taysom Hill in there. Obviously, I can't go with him because they decided to go with Trevor Simeon. But I go with two attack Lavoe because I love the value spot. I love him against Houston. He's a top 12 quarterback for me in this matchup in redraft leagues. He's got a big ceiling. Even without Devontae Parker, we saw him go for over 300 yards and two touchdowns against the Jacksonville Jaguars when he only had Jalen Waddle and Mike Isicki. I don't see what the difference is here. What do you think about the two of play? Yeah, I mean, I like it. I think that this guy's kind of, you know, overlooked a lot because people wanted to see if he was going to get traded for Watson and the team doesn't like him, whatever. But versus the Texans, he's got a smash matchup. He uses his legs. He's able to get – so he has that floor. can have a scramble ability. I think the volume's going to be there, has been there all season. Uh, you know, he came off a kind of a, a, a bad game versus Buffalo. But Buffalo is one of the better defenses out there. This is the Buffalo defense you're facing. So I think that you're very excited about Tua's opportunity and a chance for him to kind of you know, get back at this team that basically badmouthed him and said, we didn't want this guy as a return if we were to trade yeah. for Watson, we trade Watson. So kind of like a chance to show them up a little bit as well. No, I agree with that. I'm going to dive right into what I have him combined with, which is Mike Isicki, a, a player, by the way, that I felt like I had to get into my lineup. I did have Devontae Parker in there earlier in the week. He gets ruled out. With Parker out of the way, this goes back to a target consolidation around Jalen Waddle and Mike Isicki, who will go back to lining up as a wide receiver on the outside anyway. He'll have a great chance to dominate in this game. And at $4,900, I think he's got as much upside as Travis Kelsey does, which, again, is why I go back to saying find ways to pay down a tight end if you absolutely can. But I'm a big fan of Mike Isicki this week. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, I keep saying this week in, week out on all of our shows – Whoever the tight end playing Houston is, you want to play that tight end that week because they're going to score touchdowns. It was a guarantee. Add the fact that you have the volume that this guy's going to have with Devontae Parker out. Uh, you know, Preston Williams is probably going to be out there. You know this guy's going to be utilizing the passing game, and you recognize that this team in general is going to focus a lot of their passing game to Mike Gusecki because without you know Parker there or some other receivers being questionable, Waddle being more of a underneath guy right now, it's like he could be the big play guy, and I think he's got a chance to have some good good amount of yards and definitely plenty of volume. 
big play guy and the touchdown guy. All right, so let's roll this thing back and talk about my running backs. You went with a big-name guy. I went with a big-name guy. I went with Austin Eckler at $7,900. The guy is lighting it up both in the running and passing game. And what I love about Austin Eckler, the reason why he's a top-three running back so far this season, he doesn't get taken out in the red zone anymore. He is the Goldheim back of all things on top of everything else. I do love this matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. I know DeAndre Swift had a very disappointing performance. Believe me, I know. I put him in a lot of DFS lineups, too. But the Eagles have given up a lot of points, especially to receiving backs for the most part this season. I expect Austin Eckler to be the next guy in that line who performs very, very well here. And again, at $7,900 on DraftKings. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing that's kind of being forgotten about, especially for the Eagles, how they, you know, stop Swift, quote unquote, is that against Detroit, they didn't play their safeties as high. A lot of people thought it was maybe his reaction from Fletcher Cox kind of yelling and being angry about how the defense, it might have been part of it, but a big part of it is Detroit simply can't push you down the field. Chargers don't have that issue. This isn't Justin Herbert isn't isn't golf, and the receivers on the outside are quite different. You're facing, so I do think there's an excellent opportunity for Eckler both in the running game, especially the passing game. As you talked about, the Eagles struggle against sticking linebackers, no matter who's been their linebacking core for for years upon years. And you have a guy who's a safety outlet, a guy who's been excelling in both aspects. I think he's excellent play. My only concern would be is hopefully he's over whatever he kind of ailment he had last week. Yeah, agreed. The next running back I went with, look, everybody's trying to figure out what are we going to get out of Jordan Love? How good is he going to be? Is he going to be bad? This is finally we get to see a, a, a glimpse into the draft pick from a few years ago. But I do know one thing. The offense is going to be surrounded by Devontae Adams and my next running back, Aaron Jones, at $7,200. If it's not there with Adams, it's going to be a check down. I can guarantee you that much. So I am all over Aaron Jones at $7,200. I expect him to be in a similar place that he was with against the Arizona Cardinals. They'll lean on him to run. They'll lean on him in the red zone. But most importantly, especially in this lineup, they're going to lean on him in the passing game. Yeah, and I think all the thing that you have a ch- chance for is we talk about this all the time about having a mobile quarterback. I think you're going to see a lot of RPO out of Jordan Love out there. As a result, you're going to have a chance for Aaron Jones to kind of get some extra, you know, lack of attention in some senses where guys have to kind of make sure the quarterback doesn't hold on to the ball. So I do think he has a chance to have a good game. My only concern overall for him is just A.J. Dillon looks like kind of more uh, springy than he does right now, but Aaron Jones definitely has the volume both in the passing game and running game to be very effective, and the Chiefs defense has not stopped anybody on the ground for a while, other than Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, frankly. Yeah, exactly. Uh I already talked about we both have Marquise Brown in our lineup. So my second wide receiver, Kadarius Tony, at $5,200. Very, very cheap. And this is very similar to when I had Kadarius Tony in my lineup a few weeks ago. A lot of guys are hurt. Sterling Shepard is out. Even if Kenny G does play, he's still going to be banged up. And he's still not the number one target. The only person who's the number one target is a slot wide receiver for the New York Giants. And it so happens, that's probably the best place to attack the Las Vegas Raiders anyway. Tony expected to be good to go. He was catching balls. We're not worried about his hand injury. And he has, of course, the big playability. So give me a lot of Darius Tony at $5,200 in my second wide receiver spot. Yeah, I had him in my lineup and in my lineup as I kind of messed around with mine as well. I think he's an excellent player, excellent value. Like I said, The only concern I would have with Tony is just hopefully he stays healthy for the entire game. That's the only thing you're kind of worried about playing some of these you guys. Yeah, all the Giants. You do, um, especially receivers right now. But overall, like you talked about the matchup. You talk about the usage. Whoever the slot receiver is is obviously going to be Daniel Jones' go-to guy. He has every reason to be effective and an opportunity to have a big play as well. And then I went with my paydown receiver. Your paydown receiver was Jamal Agnew. My paydown receiver is Rondale Moore. Again, we're not expecting DeAndre Hopkins to play which would mean this. Christian Kirk would kick out to the outside. I believe Rondale Moore would condem- would uh, overhaul the slot. If Colt McCoy is going to start, I you have Chase Edmonds. I like that for Chase Edmonds. I also like it for whoever the slot receiver is because he's a check-down quarterback. And when Rondale Moore, he has that big play capability with the ball in his hands, you dump it down to him enough, I think something's going to spark. Something's going to happen. He's $4,200. I think he might be seeing the biggest target share he's seen all season long heading into this matchup against the San Francisco 49ers who don't have any secondary players that worry me whatsoever, especially when it comes to speed. So give me a lot of Rondale Moore here as my third receiver. 
Yeah, I mean, it's going to be crucial he does see that volume. Ron Dunmore is an explosive player and one great, you know, one of the better players that you can kind of have in a, you know, explosive wise in your offense. However, he hasn't really been able to be unleashed. And even last week when you had Hopkins kind of only playing a handful of snaps, um, you really saw Wesley out there a lot pretty often, which was kind yeah, of Yeah, but you also saw myself. A.J. Green, who's not going to play because of COVID. Dude. So the key to me is going to be is Christian Kirk on the outside. If Christian Kirk's on the outside, I 100% think it's a fantastic play. If he's not, then I do have some concerns that maybe he's not going to see the volume you kind of want. But for $4,200, great, great opportunity. It's a great lottery ticket. I love him for DFS this week in, in particular. Uh, in my flex spot, I went back to the running back position. I pulled out Josh Jacobs out of the hat. He's in my top 12 this week. And he's got a great matchup here against the New York Giants first and foremost. We saw Darrell Williams have a great game, even with their gore coming in there for almost 50% of the uh, rushing attempts to begin with. But the one thing about Josh Jacobs is different right now is that without John Gruden, apparently he's allowed to catch the ball. Imagine that. Josh Jacobs, who had the skill set from Alabama as a receiving back, is allowed to now utilize that skill set with no John Gruden in the picture. It's great. It's fantastic for him. He's also a player who has this upside to get, you know, three touchdowns in a game, three rushing touchdowns in a game. I think he's in a spot where he's a chance to happen here against the New York Giants. I also love his price tag at $6,200 because for me, he's a top 12 running back at a mid-level price. So give me Josh Jacobs against the New York Giants this week. Yeah, I mean, I think he's got opportunity to have a good game. It's a fantastic matchup on paper. The only thing for Jacobs is right now for most of the season, you need him to score touchdowns to really be productive for you. Um, you know, I know he's beaten more targets in the passing game, but he hasn't surpassed 20 points in DFS for a while. I can't say if he has had an entire season. Um, so I think one of the things for him is just making sure he follows into the end zone, which is quite possible versus Giants team. I do think there's a chance for some turnovers because I think this defense is going to be, you know, on Daniel Jones, maybe get some fumbles or get some opportunity for him to get some cheap touchdowns. That's all I'm banking on. And then last but not least, my defense is the Carolina Panthers, just paying up a little bit more than your Chiefs defense there. They're at $2,600. They take away the one thing the Patriots can do, which is run the football. And with Stephon Gilmore, I think Stephon Gilmore is going to get a pick in this game. I really, really do. So I like the Carolina defense. This is going to be a low-scoring game to begin with. I like the Carolina defense a lot in this matchup against the New England Patriots at home. So give me them at $2,600. Yeah, I mean, I tried to figure out how to get that defense in my lineup as well. I love the matchup. You talked about Stephon Gilmore. I do think he's got opportunity for an interception. But the big difference is with Shaq Thompson back on that defense, it's a completely different front seven. They play downhill. downhill. They're more aggressive. They blitz more. So you got a chance to really kind of you know, mess around with the rookie quarterback in Carolina. It's not in New England. So I like the opportunity for this defense to have a, a, a big day. All right, that does it for our DraftKings lineup cards for the MD's DFS contest. Again, make sure you guys hit the link. It's in the comments wherever you're watching this live. If you're listening to this after the show on your favorite pod streaming app, hit us up on social media at Show. Wherever you like to go, we'll have it pinned up there for you guys and promoting it out throughout the weekend. Do not miss out on this free contest. So I want to get a word in from our sponsor. When we come back on the other side, we're going to talk to Mr. Chaz Florida himself, and we're going to win you guys some money this weekend. So everybody stay tuned to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. We'll be back right after this. Your client's going away for 10 years. Unless. Unless. It's football season, baby, and you know what that means? It means we're going for two here with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Blitzing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time for you to join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. It's three and out the window with all the other hair trimmers. Now go tame that wildcat offense. As the world is starting to open, the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find their brand new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, Performance Boxer Briefs, and the Shed Travel Bag. The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is the perfect package for your package and a key for great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are smooth like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com today. You're listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Welcome back, MD Nation, to the program. You are listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show, streaming to you live on social media at Show, And, of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm your host, Dan Mater, joined here with Chris Dowhauer. We just went through our DraftKings lineup cards for the MD's DFS contest, which the prizes are given out by this man, Mr. Chaz Filardi of Sports Betting Weekly. Chaz, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing well, however... I can't see you. Let me get to where I can see you. You know what? Are you blind? I have uh, two different racing forms. I have two different uh, Easy Sports data reports in front of me. A multitask, and I have action. I don't even know if I won or not. So, yeah, if the Lord takes me home tonight, don't say a prayer for me, baby. <laughs> Chaz is all over the place. Well, while he plays Marco Polo so he can see our beautiful faces, I do want to announce the DraftKings MD's DFS contest winner of the month of October. This person will be getting in contact with Mr. Chaz Florida here and getting his hands on a championship football from championshipfootballs.com. Congratulations, Mr. Joe Matthew 19. You are the winner of the October giveaway. We'll be in contact with you shortly. If you're not watching this already right now, which hopefully you are since you are one of our winners. Now the November hey, not, giveaway not starts now. Nothing. Go ahead, Chaz. Not for nothing. It's belly up sports has got a lot of a lot of money coming in. You'd think they would spring for an applause button. <laughs> it ain't that hard. Well, actually, you know what? I'm a sneaky you because know, I do have Mike. There he's standing. Oh, because as you know, sure. Part of it is luck, right? Because you got to get your name chosen. But if you don't get your name in the hat, you can't get chosen. Exactly. Exactly. That's why we push it. It's a free contest. We just want your participation and your love. Chaz, can you see us yet? Oh, no, no. I just had to move the four screens around. All right. You're good. He you're had good. too many games going on at once. Well, no, no. I was, <laughs> I was looking at the data because with the, when it's Breeders' Cup week, and I tell people all the time, right. I have three days in my life. And, and yeah, birthdays are great and anniversaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas is right up there, but it isn't in the top three. The top three are Derby Day, number one. Number two is a tie. It's a tie between Breeders' Cup and the AFC-NFC weekend because we always go to Vegas. Well, if you're in Vegas, for one, that's the tiebreaker. So <laughs> today's the third best day of the year for me. And uh, where the tomorrow is actually today, they just run the baby. So the way it works is every year is a little different. This year, there were five races today. Now, I actually went to Del Mar this morning for early bird because normally you can get your bets in and have the ticket in your hand. However, I was shut out because our Breeders' Cup, they don't offer early bird, even though on the website it said early bird every day. But, you know, Breeders' Cup is Breeders' Cup. So there were five two-year-old horses, boys and girls, dirt and turf. And so that's a day where I don't bet a lot of money. I, I was like going to minimums on most of the races. I'm looking, guys, to see how is the dirt holding up? How uh, is the turf holding up? Did I cash any tickets? I still have $36 in my account, so I cashed some tickets. Otherwise, I'd have no money because I, I only bet as, you know, I put it in, bet it, and put it in again, bet it. If I win, I don't have to put it in again. Um, but tomorrow is nine races. It takes about 30 minutes a race, so that's about four and a half hours. I think I've got two of them done. Uh, I could actually do the NFL handicapping faster than I can do one day of horse racing. Wow. That's 
that's pretty cool. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the Breeders' Cup. You brought that up last week. And like I said, the one nice benefit of this show moving from Saturday night to Friday night is we can talk about some extra things besides just the NFL. So any little tidbits you have for us going into tomorrow? Well, the, the form is holding up. So in other words, the horses that were supposed to win and were winning, they had a really crazy thing happen in the last race. You know, I'm old. I'm older than any of the announcers. I had ne- never seen it before. The announcers had never seen it before. I guess in New York, where I grew up watching New York horse racing, it's a rule. But what happened is the two horse went crazy. They sometimes do that in the in the gate, causing the one horse to kick out of the gate as well. And they disqualified the one horse. The two horse scratched, but they disqualified him. And then they said it was a mistake. And they let him run in the race, but only for purse money. Well, he was the favorite. So here's how it works. If you're the favorite and you get scratched. No, okay, I apologize. If you get scratched after the race has started. So this is the very last race. So doubles, pick threes, pick fours, pick five. Any race that goes across vertically across multiple races. If your horse gets scratched, it automatically goes to the favorite. He was the favorite. He gets scratched. It's a mistake. They let him run for purse money, and he wins easily, dominates the field, and the Breeders' Cup is booze, just booze. I mean, I'd never heard booze at a racetrack ever in my time, and none of the guys are coming on and saying, oh, I've never heard this before. It was just <laughs> insane. So that's that's um just a really weird way to end the day. But yeah. again, I had the horse. Um, I got my money back because I didn't. So I didn't cash, but I got my money back because it was a scratch. So, so the, the form is, is holding up. So if you think that you're looking to make a lot of money, uh, you might want to try. My buddy Tommy has this thing. He takes the two of the longest long shots and two of the favorites. And he puts them together and he picks one horse in the middle. Any you could pick a number. You could pick a name. You could pick anything you want, but he bets it. And it's 12 bucks for five, and you put a dime superfecta in. And the, the best horses have been winning the races, but you see the 30 to ones coming in at the end. They're in the middle. So the first, second, third, or fourth at the bottom, you know, third or fourth is the bottom. The middle is, you know, second or third. You, and, and so that's what I would say. If you didn't want to buy a race form, you didn't want to go to sportsbettinglessons.com and learn there's seven or eight traits that we teach people on how to read the race and form. You know, there's class and speed and distance and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but if you don't want to do that, just look at the numbers next to their names. Pick the ones with the smallest number, like eight to five is smaller than five to one. Pick the two smallest numbers, the two biggest numbers, one in the middle for 12 bucks, man. It's a fun two minutes. <laughs> That's what I like about each other. You always make betting easier. Even things like your sports easy, easy sports data, that's a great thing that makes things easier as well. Well, yeah, it's easier for, for you. You know, it takes me all day Monday and Tuesday, and I'm sweating to get it to Dan on time. <laughs> but you've been doing great, by the way. Right. But but here's the thing you're absolutely right, Chris. Once that hard work is done, and I don't do the work, okay? We have somebody helps me put in the data, the machine does all the crunching of the numbers because you know it's a it's a it's a proprietary uh, software program that just crunches the numbers. It goes through every single game. So I just when I did the home, I did just last year, or no, what I did overall. So for the NFL report this week, when you win the contest, you get the NFL report. You're going to get all the games from last year and all the games from this year. So it's you know again about a season and a half worth of data. And then for home or away, we go two years and this year, so about the same amount of data, but it goes back another season. So some of these things that I'm going to talk about, and I only looked at so far, I don't know. I skipped four or five of the games because, again, life's too short to handicap uh, a Cleveland-Cincinnati game. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, God bless you. But that's the thing I was thinking when I listened to you guys. You know, I, I'm always – the more I listen to you, and it's, we're talking years now. It's not even months anymore. It's been years. Yeah. Your, your, your knowledge is so incredible because, you, you know, you know, you know things that shouldn't, people shouldn't know but that's what you need to do to be good at what you do. I realize that. And one of the things I notice, you guys, you you find opportunities within a game that would be useless to me, uh, <laughs> uh, and not necessarily useless, but you know, it would be have to be prop. It would have to be prop based, right? But it's an opportunity because 
this guy plays a slot against this team who's got an issue with these two guys, and those are the two guys that cover the slot most of the time. Duh. You know, it may not win the game for you because, as you know, uh, in the NFL, they tend to they, – they're pretty good at halftime. That's why we have a tail of two halves. Yeah, yeah, a lot of These jumpers, guys are yeah. really, really good at what they do. You could take advantage of them for a little bit, but you're not going to take advantage of them for a lot of it. Uh, but so I just – I laughed because I was listening to some of the stuff, and I said, man – if, if you go down, and we talk about it in the past with you guys in personnel level, uh, you know, that's where those props come in. And Mo, who's been kicking butt with a player to score in any time TD parlays, and, and you know, he's doing really, really well, and that's one of the things. He's good at fantasy, and the fantasy, those things jump out at you. Yeah, well, I cashed actually last night with Jonathan Taylor Michael Pittman. I had that in a parlay, both of them scoring a touchdown, so that was a nice little pretty penny. And what's uh, that pay? What's that? What did that pay? Uh, that paid out. Uh, I was about it was it was plus two fifty. Yeah, think about that. You're yeah. not going to get that individually on those guys, you yeah. know. No, that's not especially not in that game for yeah. them in particular. Like, right. There's other games where you probably would have not against the Jets. They're expected to score for the most part. Right, exactly. And and again, it was an, it was just I, I I was looking at my plays for this week. I got to come up with a winner for you guys. I gave you a good play last week, but I got to come up with another winner. Pressure's on. And I laughed and I, I said to myself, how did the Jets beat Cincinnati? Yeah. <laughs> still don't figure it out, right? I know. That, that was, was my Chris, lock bet of the week, too. I, that, I, I, that was your play or Chris's? That was my play. Yeah, I had, how did I had they the Bengals covering. Cincinnati? I just don't get it. I actually hit mine this time. Yeah. yeah, yeah Chris yeah. did hit his this time. Well, let's yeah. go ahead and start talking about the NFL a little bit before we run out of time here tonight. Uh, Chaz, the games you said that you did look at, why don't we start with those? Which ones were you harping on this week? Well, here's one stat. Carolina has allowed 19 points in their last eight first quarters. So 19, okay. and well, eight times three is 24, so that's not even three. You know, that that's a number that is a very valuable number to have, but it's not going to really help you in fantasy, and it's probably not going to help you if you're just betting the game. You got to be willing to say, "Hey, you know what?" Like I did with the Jets. We we ran on the Jets, and who else was it? Houston. I heard you talking about Miami. Yeah, Houston. No matter where they play, you scored at thirty-one points on them. Right. That doesn't really matter. Uh, the Giants. You know what? Before they lost to Dallas, we talked about this. The Giants on the road are incredibly good against the spread. At home, they're terrible. Uh, San Francisco. They're not really that good on the road, but they're terrible at home. And now we have, because you're a fan of 49ers, Dan, so we know we've talked about this before. They're on a street. It's, it's, uh, I got to flip the page here. Two and 11 now. Yeah. At home. It will be interesting this week, though, with that game in particular, if Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are both not going to play. It'll make it a lot closer than it was going to be. I believe that line's only minus two, actually, when you talk about San Francisco and Arizona. I wanted to go Arizona. That was my plan because, again, going back to they're awful at home. But against Colt McCoy, I don't know. I'm probably going to say I no context. Like Colt McCoy that game. myself from when he played for the Longhorns. But here's the thing with two and 11 teams. This is my belief, and, and, and I'd, I'd appreciate Chris to, to, to chime in here. Two and 11 teams find a way to lose against the spread. That game is now minus two and a half, Chris. Chris? Would you, I'm sorry. You said they tend to lose against the spread. Find a oh way yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. The 49ers at home is the most like a give me. They find a way. So here's the thing about that line, though, because you're talking about it's a minus two and a half. So you're basically saying the 49ers lose the game. Are they going to lose the game to the Arizona Cardinals with Colt McCoy well, starting I, quarterback? I, I have seen two and eleven at home. That's what I think you're getting the point to. My Sundays this year, numerous times where the uh, ball that's kind of shaped like a, an oblong thing would traverse through the sky, but it would go to the right or the left of these two poles that were sitting up there. And that means one point is not taken. And that, you know what? In the NFL right now, a half a point is not a gimme. What I'll tell you one that jumped out to me this week. It was definitely the Giants and the Raiders line. Yeah. Uh, I think the Raiders are only favored by three. Yep, it's minus three right now for the Raiders on the road. Uh, Jazz, you just talk about how the Giants are terrible at home to begin with, and the Raiders are a good team. They're a good team this well, here's year. A, here's a stat in that game. Uh, if I said I could I could give you something where you would win 12 out of 13 times, you'd take it every single time, right? The right. Giants have scored one touchdown. It was in week two. One touchdown in the first quarter. The unders in those games have gone 12 and one under. 
Now that's more. That's 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 on. Well, uh, you know what? I like that too because the over under is at forty seven right now. The road, you know. The over under is at forty seven. I take the under in that, without doubt. Yeah, without doubt. But yeah, the Raiders. Here's the thing about the Raiders: it's not just that their offense is playing well; it's the fact their defense is playing well, which nobody saw coming. But that, to me, is the key difference to why they're definitely going to cover the minus three against the Giants. All right, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Well, sure. I've had tragedy happen to me in relationships in my life, whether it's been work or, you know, a guy doesn't show up on a Monday. A buddy, right. you know, for 15, 20 years, dies over the weekend. You don't even know about it because he didn't show up for work on Monday. How, how does something that that was horrible, it was horrible. Yeah. Your prayers go out to anybody that needs prayers at this point. You send out a prayer. You don't even ask. I'll send the prayer. You ask prayer, prayer, prayer. How, how does that not impact the team? And then you leave in town is probably the best thing that happened to him, my course. But how does that not impact you? It's got to impact you, doesn't it? It does. It's just a matter of how it's going to impact right. his team. Yeah. yeah. And you don't know which way it's going to go emotionally. It could, you know, it could be depleting or they could use it as. Well, if any team could handle a horrible situation like that, it's a team who had who already handled one earlier in the situation. season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why ultimately I'm just not worried about it. I'm not worried about the Raiders in this one. Uh, even with that going on earlier in the week, I think if anything, they're looking forward to this game to try to put it behind them and move on because they, they cut hunting rugs. So they, they're, they're moving on. And that's what they're going to try to do as a team on Sunday. What do we think about the, because I think this is game is this line in particular is interesting. Dallas Cowboys minus 10 against the Denver Broncos. Dak Prescott supposed to come back. Of course, the receivers are a little bit banged up, but they sound like they're mostly going to play. For the most part, Denver, do they, can they keep this game within 10 on the road? Well, here, Taylor, two halves. Here's the, here's the numbers for you. In their last 13 home games, in the first half, the Dallas games have gone over 12-1. We had talked about that earlier in the year at one point. They were 5-0 against the spread and 5-0 over. They scored 13-plus in nine of those 10. But in the second half on the road, Denver is 10-1 against the spread. Now, I had Denver and a handful of those. Um, and, and they were usually just ugly games, and they were getting points, honestly, most of the time. And they they maybe lost or didn't lose by much, but they were getting points. But when you got a, a, a one game that has a 12-1 first half and a 10-1 second half, those are the kind of opportunities I look for. Now, do they all hit? No, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> since we start trends at three, you've hit seven out of eight of those, and seven out of eight is pretty good. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, maybe look to bet the house because I don't know. The Dallas Cowboys should cover. They are the better team, especially with everybody back and healthy. They might not have Tyrone Smith, but that's the only guy that I think that's missing. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I think that's a game that I wouldn't want to bet on necessarily. I mean, on theory, the Cowboys should win by double digits, but I do think Denver is feisty on the road. This offense is going to do better against this Denver defense people expect. I think people expect that Denver, you know, Denver's not going to show up. Teddy Bridgewater is going to do pretty good against this team. Well, they, um, give, they just gave up the guy, right? That was their guy. I mean, he was he was their logo, wasn't he? Bob he, Miller. Bob, I mean, Bob Miller. Yeah. yeah. I mean, defensively, so, I think it's a different story. But offensively, I do think they can keep up with Dallas to a degree. I wouldn't be surprised if they can get like a cheap, you know, field goal here or there, and it becomes like a 34, 20, you know. That's what I would be worried about. I would be worried about well, the if, if, cover in this game. Yeah, since since it's the first game on the on the on the board now, right? It's, for me, it's the first game on the board in yeah. terms of the number. Um, if, if this sheet that I have with the easy sports data like caught on fire and and all that I could save was this one left corner and it was that game, that's what I would do. I would bet Dallas in the first half in the over, and then in the second half I would bet Denver, and okay. I would sit around and 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 try to hit all three of those bets. I got a lock bet of the week for you, Chris. Buffalo Bills minus 14 and a half over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Give me the cover. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know that I'm not usually big on the huge point spreads, particularly in the NFL, but this is one I'm all about. Buffalo has shown a, a tendency to blow out teams, particularly the one are more uh, talented than they are, and they Buffalo doesn't right. call up dogs. They'll keep right. throwing it. They struggled last week versus the Dolphins offensively. I expect them to have every reason to try to run up the score in this game. And I think that's definitely they're definitely going to cover. What do you got, Chaz? Well, 
I, I still can't believe they covered that game. I know. I can't either. For as ugly <laughs> as that game was, they still covered 15 points. Unbelievable. They were, it was like three to three, and they were given double ditches. So I loaded up on the second half. That was an easy, easy winner. I got I got a stat on Jacksonville here, uh, and I think it was – it might have been on the road. So let me look at Jacksonville on the road and see if that's – no, they're at home. Jacksonville's at home, Jacksonville's right? at home, yeah. Okay. Jacksonville's at home. Yeah, they don't score. They just don't score any points. Score How do you beat Buffalo yeah. if you don't score points? Buffalo scores 30 points on a bad day. A bad day. They, they're they so depressed that they score 30. They get 35, 38, 41. Jacksonville can't score points. How are they going to beat them? By the way, I'm going to hammer the over-under. The over-under set at 48 and a half. I do think Jacksonville at least gets a couple of scores in this game of nothing else in garbage time here. And I do believe Buffalo scores 35 plus in this game. So I'm going to take the over here at 48 and a half in this matchup. I don't have the, the, the team total win percentage in front of me for Buffalo, but I got to think if you just bet Buffalo's over every week, it was like the Colts. The Colts have been phenomenal. I've been telling you about the Colts. That was so easy. They not only gave me the first half team total over in the first half, but they gave me 28 of the 28 and a half that I needed. So oh, I know. at halftime, I only needed a half a point. I moved on and started reading racing forms. <laughs> I know, Chaz, you said you uh, moved on from this game, but I know Chris and I, we talked about this off air. We both kind of liked this game quite a bit. The Cincinnati Bengals minus two at home over the Cleveland Browns. I just look, I know they lost to the Jets last week, but I think a lot of that had to do with the fact they were looking ahead to this game against a divisional rival. I think the Bengals are the better team right now. I really do. With everything going on with Cleveland, the injuries they're dealing with, along with the OBJ situation, I'm taking the Bengals minus two, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I look at this team as a, a team that kind of has learned its lesson of being consistent. They played out of their competition. They also play up to their competition. And Cleveland being a game that they know they have to win in division, a very important game for them to make the playoffs. I think the Cincinnati team is going to show up, have a little something to prove, particularly on defense. I definitely think they cover. You know, this, this is a, a division that traditionally they play each other very, very tough. They really yeah. do. Um, you know, even when like Pittsburgh was great and Cleveland stunk, uh, you know, the, the bottom line is the reason I, I just skipped this game is mostly because you don't have to bet every game. I look no. for something that jumps right out of me instantly. If I got to dig for something, same thing with the horses. If I got to dig for something, I'm going to move on. I don't want to bet every race. You can't bet every game or every race and win. You have to pick and choose your battles. I try to pick and choose my battles, um, and, and that's the re main reason. But I would say that going into this season, everybody thought Baltimore was going to run away with that. And, and I love Cincinnati. Don't get me wrong. I have some uh, Jamar Chase autographed footballs on sale. Oh, there you go. The coolest present any LSU fan will get that day guaranteed. But <laughs> that being said, uh, I really do. I like Cincinnati a lot. All right. I like it. I like it. I want to move up a little bit because I want to talk about the Dolphins and the Houston Texans. This is another lock bet of mine. The Dolphins at minus five and a half over the Houston Texans, even with Tyrod Taylor coming back in. I believe the Dolphins are the better team. I think they're playing better as of late. The defense looks healthier, and I think they handle this game and win by a touchdown or more over the Houston Texans. Call it one of my lock bets of the week. The Miami Dolphins at minus five and a half over Houston. Where are you at, Chris? Yeah, so I was with you as long when until Tyrod Taylor was the starting quarterback, and it gives Ooh. me a little doubt. Um, I have not. I'm I, while I was impressed with Dolphins' effort somewhat defensively last week versus Buffalo. I do question if that was their last gasp and try to just you know the last chance to kind of be in playoff contention. Now they're basically knocked out already. I wonder if this team doesn't kind of quit on this team. So I wouldn't want. To, I don't want to touch this game, but I, I do think you know, that's a really low. Um, I don't know how knocked out they are. They're only two games back from wild card spot. Of course, when you're one and seven and only two games back from a wild it's card. It's not saying much, but technically. Oh, that, that is just parody. But let's talk about parody. I got some notes I made for you. Do you realize uh, in straight up, there's three teams are seven and one, and then there's four teams that are either 0 and eight or one and six and seven. So literally 25 teams are right in the middle. When it comes to against the spread, it's 29 teams. There's only two teams that are 7-0 or 7-1 and, and only one team that is 1-7 against the spread. That is why 
it is so hard to win NFL sports betting. It's because there's only those 16 games. There's everybody knows everything. There's no secrets. And that point spread is Satan's tool. <laughs> oh, this is one. I wanted to talk about this game quite a bit, actually. The Chargers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Chargers on the road, minus two. I'm going to give you guys another lock bet of the week. Chargers minus two. The Eagles, they got their little toasty, rosy win from last week. They got to feel good about themselves. But Nick Serini's a moron. He doesn't commit to the run. And the Chargers are actually very good. They had a letdown against the Patriots last week. They're not going to have a letdown again two weeks in a row. Jalen Hurts, while I love him for fantasy purposes, is not a very good quarterback. I think the Chargers come in here. It's a 4 o'clock game, too. So the East, the West-East Coast thing is not really a factor. Remember, the, the clocks go back an hour this week. So you get your extra hour of beauty rest anyway. Don't be fine for this matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. Give me the Chargers, the better team, at minus two. It's a gimme on the road against Philadelphia Eagles. I 100% echo that. I think that you look at that, the matchup on paper, this is a team that's facing a zone defense that struggled. This is not, this isn't Patriots. This isn't the Ravens who played just basically man where able to kind of jam guys and keep Herbert off the game. He's going to have a field day out there. I think the Chargers are going to score points on lots of them. I think the defense is going to be able to get turnovers in this game. And I know people think that, you know, they'll be able to run the ball. I don't think it's going to be as easy as people think it is. This isn't Detroit. This is the Chargers. I feel the Chargers definitely to cover it. Yeah, I'm they, all over they that. They didn't actually commit to running the football until the Detroit game. They didn't even do it anyway. And I don't expect them to do it here because I expect them to be trailing regardless. Chaz, you got anything in that game? Yeah. Oh, just all the all you see early in that game for Philly in the first half is L's. Doesn't matter where they play. They lose against the spread. That's all they do. They, we're not talking about a little. We're talking like 13 and two, um, you know, that kind of numbers. So the, they've won twice. They've lost 13 out of 15 games. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Chargers too. Here's the thing. The Chargers had shitty coaching. I got They shove them down our throat. So I had to watch the Chargers. I mean, there's times it's the only game on and I could stream stuff on my phone. Sure, but it's not the same as sitting on your couch. I got a really nice couch. My couch has electricity. You push buttons and it moves and stuff, you know? <laughs> um, but uh, the the uh, the Chargers' new coaches, he's a different breed than they used to have. Yeah, no, he is. Brandon Staley is actually a good head coach. I want to I talk about the, uh, the Packers-Chiefs game because this is going to be a, an odd one here. We talk about every week, I feel like, how the Chiefs, Chiefs don't, don't cover. <laughs> but it's Jordan Love. It's not Aaron Rodgers. So does that change anybody's mind on this panel, Chris? I wanted it to, but all I keep ringing my head is Chad saying the Chiefs don't cover, and somehow, some way, I watched that. I watched the Giants that they should have destroyed the night game. I watched so many teams this whole entire season. The Chiefs somehow, some way, don't cover. So no, I'm not touching it, even with the bait. <laughs> well, it's so ironic because you remember how ticked off Rodgers was because they drafted this kid and his yeah. logic is sound okay we get really close to going to a Super Bowl and maybe winning another Super Bowl and there's one position no matter what happens in the game we're not using this guy he's not going to play on special teams he's not going to go on defense he's not going to do anything and it'll be interesting to see but you know what I, I'm rooting for the kid I hope he goes out and it just quarterback controversy that's what I'm <laughs> Look, here's what I'm going to say. If Matt LaFleur comes out and he has a similar game plan to what they had against the Arizona Cardinals, which I don't really see why you mess with that game plan too much against the Chiefs because it'll work just as effectively, this Packers will cover. They'll cover the plus seven and a half. So this is one of those instances where I'm going to take a page out of Chaz's playbook. I want to see how that opening drive comes out. I might live bet this game to see exactly what does it look like for the game plan of the Green Bay Packers. And that's going to dictate to me whether or not I want to bet it. Uh, we are getting a question from one of our regulars talking about a fantasy question. What numbers do you think we'll get from Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams is wide receiver eight. Dan, in case you need to figure that part out, you're playing them no matter what. But I do want to keep the betting going. It's about to close down the show. So I want to skip ahead to the Sunday night and Monday night games before we close this thing out. Talk about Tennessee Titans, the Los Angeles Rams. I am all over. Give me the lock. Los Angeles Rams minus seven over the Tennessee Titans. Everybody seems to really be underestimating how much the Titans lean on Derrick Henry to provide the goodies for this offense to keep pace. The Rams are ridiculous 
right now. It's in Los Angeles in primetime football. The Rams are going to beat this. They're going to beat the Titans by double digits. I'm telling you that right now. So at minus seven, it's probably my best lock of the week. Love it. Yeah, man, I, I can't hit on it. I, I wouldn't. Personally, I'm not touching this game because I want to see what the Tennessee Titans actually look like offensively and defensively. I think they're going to try to do a lot of bend, not break. So if the Rams score touchdowns, I think they definitely cover. But I, I do have some curiosity if this game's a little bit closer. Um, I think the Rams are absolutely going to win the game. I just love it's only by seven points. Yeah, you're so you're so right, Dan, in talking about that how they leaned on him because it's not just that you have him in the background; it's that you're playing second and three and third and two all day long with him, and right. and all of a sudden now that's all what that's a first down. Derrick Henry, third and two, you know, second and three is a first down almost every single time. And so now you get to fake one of those and, and throw the ball and, and catch somebody with, you know, catch them with eight in the box. So, you know, I, I'm a big, I'm in on the Rams. I really, I love the move to get the, to get, uh, they've got the top two of the top four positions in quarterback pressures they have now on their team. Yeah. With Donald and Von Miller, it's really going to be a nasty combination from this week moving forward. And then I want to talk about the Monday night game. I am on the Steelers. I am going to bet the Steelers here. Minus six against the Chicago Bears. I believe their defense is just good enough to make sure they win this game by minus six. I don't know what we'll get out of the offense, but there's no Cleo Mack, so Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have to worry about a pass rush of any sorts. Give me the Steelers at minus six. I feel pretty good about it, too. That over-under, by the way, 39. That's pathetic. That's why I'm not touching that game because I think that they're absolutely going to win, but I don't think it's who knows about how much. 20 to 13. It's going to be 20 to 13. That's why that's that low under. You know, the the thing about uh, the Steelers, there's a reason that that coach hasn't had a losing record all those years because he's a really, really good coach. Yeah, he finds a way. I think they're going to look, like I said, the Steelers are still better than Chicago Bears. So give me them at minus six. That's going to close it down for the show, guys. Another big congratulations to Joe Matthew 19. He is the winner of our October championship football giveaway on championshipfootballs.com. I'm going to put up the link here one more time. Make sure you go to our social media accounts. Check out the link. Join for free the MD's DFS contest. If you win, you'll win one free week of easy sports betting data to help you guys win some money. And your name will be eligible for the monthly giveaway. Now we're in November. For that giveaway. So we're about halfway through the year. We still have some more giveaways to do, but your name will be eligible for the November giveaway if you win this month. So make sure you do that. You have to still beat Chris and I, which is a tall task in and of itself, and you have to beat the rest of the field, but you'll still have a chance to do it. So big again, big congratulations to Joe Matthew 19 for taking home the ultimate prize of our monthly giveaways. And we're going to be back again on Sunday from 12 to 1 p.m. on the Unhinged Radio Network at unhingedsn.airtime.pro. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel and make sure you download us on your favorite pod streaming app. Chaz, as you always like to say. We got a quick three parlay. I got over Minnesota. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. I got over Minnesota Baltimore. Dan? I got the Rams minus seven against Tennessee. Chris? I'm all over that Raiders Giants. All right. I like it. I feel good about this one, guys. I think we're going to hit this three-teamer right here. Cash, baby. Always Keep be cashing. Cash. We'll see you guys next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.